Do you ever feel a bit intimidated or overwhelmed when you find yourself thinking about legal when it comes to your lash business? You're working so hard to build your dreams and achieve your goals, and those shouldn't go down the drain simply because you didn't know how to protect what matters most to you. I'm your host, attorney and friend of the lash industry, Tamsin Horton, and together we'll learn how to protect what matters most when it comes to your lash business so you can confidently take your business to the next level and beyond with simple, easy to understand and action you can take today. You will never feel intimidated or overwhelmed by legal anymore. Today is part two of our four-part trademark series. Last week, we covered how to brand like a lawyer, and today we are giving more details about step two, which is searching. So a quick recap, the four parts to S4 branding, how to brand like a lawyer, are silence, search, secure, and share. So today we are focused on step two, which is searching. If you haven't yet listened to part one of the four-part series, you can listen to it now and come back or finish this up and then go back and it will all piece together really well. Now, if you type trademark search into YouTube or you Google trademark search, you will quickly find loads of videos who are going to show you how to perform a legal trademark search of the legal databases. And that is good. It is definitely part of the searching aspect when it comes to finding out either can you start using the name that you want to use as your brand, or if you already have your brand, can you keep using it or is someone going to sue you for trademark infringement? Now, just a quick return to our definition of trademarks. They are associated with brand and branding because their purpose, their role in the legal industry is to identify and distinguish goods and services in the marketplace for consumers. Okay, that's what a trademark does. It's why we have it so that we can let people know, hey, this brown cola came from Coca-Cola versus this brown cola came from Pepsi. They're very different experiences. They're very different tastes. That's why we have trademarks. That's why they're important. And that's why they're really important to you as a lash artist or a salon owner, a lash business, supplier, whatever it might be. Your brand reputation speaks volumes about what you are known for. Now, if you already have your business, you're already using the name, you have your social media accounts, you have the domain, you're just trying to legally zip up, you know, cross your T's, dot your I's, that the name you're using, you're on solid legal footing, then you would go straight to searching the um, legal databases. Now, for brands that are protecting their mark, their brand in the states, that is the United States Patent and Trademark Office.gov or abbreviated USPTO.gov. 
That is the site that you go through that you make sure, can I use this name, all right? But if you're in Europe, if you're in Asia, there are other databases, Australia, there are other databases that you have to search. Every jurisdiction is governed by a legal database. That's where you're going to go and search. But if you're starting out or you're thinking about rebranding or you started doing lashes under just say your name, for instance, but now you know that you have bigger goals, you are seeing your vision come into play and you realize I need a brand to hold all of these things that I want to do. I want to sell my products. I want to move into education. I want to license or franchise whatever it might be. I need a brand name. Then we're not going to start in the legal database. That's not the best place to start. We're going to start where the rest of the world would go to good old Google. Okay. I want you to take your name and Hopefully, you've listened to part one um, of this four-part series because step one is silence. So you're not sharing this name with anybody. Now we're going to start diving into doing our search for our name that we're not telling anybody we have, okay? So when you go into Google and you type the name in, what comes back? Is it nothing? If nothing comes back, you have hit on a strong and silent name. Those are the best because when all of this comes full circle and you obtain, if that's the right course for the brand that you're doing, a legal trademark registration, you have to enforce it. And strong silent means you're really the only one using it. It's really easy to enforce that. You don't have to waste your time chasing down people, telling them to stop using your name. You don't have to instigate litigation. Like, it's really great. Strong and silent is my absolute favorite. Doesn't always happen. The complete opposite of strong and silent is nasty and noisy, okay? Or noisy and nasty. Doesn't matter which way. They go hand in hand. And that is, I type in the name And it is like Google with 27 O's across the bottom of the page. The name is everywhere. It's talked about everywhere. Not everyone is using it as a business that they're building around that name, but it's everywhere. Well, what that means, especially if it's not you that's everywhere, because that can also happen. So total little side note, little caveat If you've been in business for a while and your name is everywhere, that's likely a good thing. But if when you typed it into Google, it wasn't your name on 27 pages of Google, that's a sign that what you're trying to use is going to cause you, at the bare minimum, lots of attention. You're going to have to chase down and make sure people aren't using your brand name if you get the legal registration inappropriately in a way that they shouldn't. So that's why I call it noisy and nasty names. They're just, they're hard. They're really, really hard. Not that they can't be done. They are just really, really difficult. So keep that in mind when you're at Google. Now, when you search on Google, 
Get a good old sheet of paper and pen. You're going to have to track down these digital breadcrumbs. So write down what do you find? Where does it send you? Does it send you to a business's domain? Okay, we're going to answer the standard questions that have served reporters well for probably since the beginning of time. Who? Who is using this name? What are they doing? What business is it? What are they selling? What's going on? Where? Where are they located? You're right. You're going through who, what, when. When did they start using the name? Did they start using it today or did they use it 10 years ago? Why? Is it a nonprofit? Is it a social experiment? Is it a book title? Like, why? Why are they using that name? Which these will tend to blend together. How? How are they using the name? So, Exactly like a reporter would ask those questions, trying to flesh out the story to get the picture of what's going on so that they can accurately report what the story is. That's what you're doing. You are tracing these digital breadcrumbs, seeing where they take you, because they're either going to solidify, yes. This is the this is a name that I'm going to be able to build my business around or whoa <laughs> either I'm already in business and I accidentally have been committing trademark infringement that's not good or secondly you're just starting and you can now have the opportunity to go back to the drawing board before you put any more time money and effort into that brand because If you do commit trademark infringement, meaning someone else had the legal right to the brand that you were using to identify and distinguish yourself for consumers in the marketplace, they have the legal right to shut you down. Now, there are times when settlement offers and co-use agreements happen. Those are becoming more and more rare. And so it's not something I ever tell a client that we're going to depend on. There's no way I would, that would just, that would be horribly inaccurate and not serve the client well in the slightest. So having to rip out every instance of a name because I kind of put my blinders on and I'm like, well, they're not really posting a lot on Instagram. So maybe I'll just keep doing it, cross my fingers and it'll be fine. Serious business owners don't do that. We don't. You are a serious business owner. What you are building is worthy of your time, your money, your effort, your reputation. And you want to protect what matters most to you. You absolutely do. What you are building is worthy of protecting. So that is why it's so important to follow the digital breadcrumbs and to ask the reporter questions. So Pretend like you are Diane Sawyer or your favorite news reporter, your favorite influencer that says asks really great questions. Get to the bottom of the story. Figure out where the story is taking you because not everything is going to be a stop sign. Some things are going to give you the green light. Go ahead. Once you're on Google, Google is going to take you 
into the next part, which is social media. Because your name, when you're doing a search, there's the legal side and there's the business side. And you will often hear me say, every business decision has a legal impact. We want them to be positive. The business decision is, I need a so I need social media accounts. The legal impact is, can I get the account? Is Can the account have my name? The practical aspect is, you need to be consistent in the marketplace. You cannot be one name on Facebook, one name on Twitter, one name with an underscore on LinkedIn, one name with a dot on Pinterest, one name with two extra S's over here, and one no, okay? Every brand that you admire, I guarantee you they are the same on every single platform. You see them spelled the same way on every single platform. You see their font the same, the colors the same, unless they've gone through a rebranding. You are Nike everywhere. Everywhere. You are your brand everywhere. And when you are searching, that's why you don't go straight to the legal database because Let's say the name is, I can totally get the name and nobody has it from a legal standpoint and I race and I file a trademark and I get it and then come to find out I can't get any of my social media. I can't do any of those things. The laws for domain and trademark and social media accounts, y'all, they are still really, really new. Law is cleanup crew. Business pushes the envelope, the laws come behind and clean up unintended consequences, things that took place that we didn't like. It's why the law has so many exceptions. We're a, really, we are cleanup crew and we're about 10 to 15 years behind in all honesty. That's a good thing. Because you want business to be pushing the envelope and inventing and creating and building. You want the law to not be too reactionary. So the thinking of, oh, well, I have the trademark. I can just get everyone to give me the domains and give me the social media accounts. That's not likely going to happen. It really isn't. Uh, you might be able to tell someone they can't use it, but it doesn't mean they have to give it to you. And there's lots of nuances with that. So this is where you're going to be working with your own trademark attorney on all of this. And it's why as you're searching, if you're in a spot where you can pivot the name, it's a good thing to do. Strong and silent is worth so much money and so much time. It it just is, it, it's crazy how strong and powerful a strong and silent name is. So as you're looking from the digital breadcrumbs, you're on social media, you're finding, okay, oh, look, okay, you know what? I can be the same name on all the big guys for sure. And then as new platforms pop up, even if you're not going to use it, go to the platform, claim your name. You don't know if you might use it in a you know period of time afterwards. So stick to the platforms that are working for you. But when a new platform comes up, just go pick up your name so that you have it and life goes on.
when all of this is going on, and this is not an exact science. This is like if your grandma was cooking up her famous uh, spaghetti sauce and you're trying to actually like get the recipe and she's like, oh, I don't know. It's like a little of this and a dash of that and a pinch of this. And you're like, whoa, 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 Nana. What'd you just throw in the pan? She's like, oh, I don't know. Just this. But she knows what she's doing. <laughs> there is a, there's a method to her creation. When you're searching, there is a method but if I was to say to you, here is the black and white linear progression, boom, 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 and it had you have tunnel vision, that is not my experience in trademark law. There's different things that come in, go out, blend in, uh, have to be taken into account. And that's why my best practice is a business that does not in existence we don't go straight to legal. We go to Google. We go to social media. We paint the picture. We ask the questions. Then we go to legal. Like if we're still able to move forward with the name, then we can go to legal, which is where those businesses that have their domains, have their social media, have been in existence for a while, that's why they can start at legal is because they had already done those steps. Now we've done those steps. So now we all go to the legal database. And included, uh, there's a bonus to the free legal masterclass that is on lashinglegally.com. That's on demand. You can watch it anytime you'd like. Uh, there's now a bonus that goes into showing you how to do a trademark search on the USPTO.gov website. Yes, it is Greek. <laughs> <laughs> that website, now it's much better now than it was 10 years ago, but it is not focused on user experience, okay? It is not intuitive. There are lots of buttons and lots of results, and it feels like you've just entered the twilight zone. I am absolutely in agreement with you on that for any of you that have visited and gone into the USPTO.gov site. Yes, it is. It, it leaves much to be desired. But if you would like, the, I made a bonus video for that as part of the Legal Masterclass. It's on, um, if you go to my website, it's lashinglegally.com. And you go through putting the name in, searching for the conflicts, seeing what comes up. Now, this is where you do not panic. Somebody might have your name. They also might make cereal or chocolate, or sh uh, shampoo is not a good example for your industry. They make some, they make carpentry equipment. I am thinking of things completely having nothing to do in any way, shape, or form with lashes. Because in trademark law, two companies can have the same name when they're not in confusingly similar categories of goods and services. So Dove Chocolate and Dove Shampoo both have Dove as a registered trademark because they're not confusing. If I go in looking for Dove Chocolate, I'm not confused and thinking, oh, but I thought this was the shampoo, okay? So we don't panic when we're searching the database. All of this gives us the 
digital breadcrumbs to make the decision that serious business owners have to make when we're building a business around a brand. So don't skip your steps. Follow your leads. See where they are taking you and ask questions to an attorney you know, like, and trust. You are more than welcome to DM me, to send a message. I am happy to answer questions. This is an area that is near and dear to my heart, and I have an incredible excitement and enjoyment, passion for all of you that are doing so much to elevate the entire lash industry while you are reaching your personal goals. Now, I'm not your lawyer, so please always do your research, talk to your attorney, and get the specific guidance based on your facts and circumstances. I want to educate you about the legal implications of your business decisions because every business decision has a legal impact and we want them to be positive. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. There is a full-length legal masterclass available on demand at lashinglegally.com. Until next week, where we'll dive into another topic directly related to helping you navigate the legal issues in your lash business so you can protect what you are working so hard to build.